Former Chicago Mayor Rahm Emanuel's despicable saying, never let a crisis go to waste, was on full display this week as House Speaker Nancy Pelosi blocked the coronavirus aid bill that was meant to help the American people get through this crisis. The reason she did it? She knew that people were desperate and they needed help immediately. So by blocking it, she hoped she could blackmail Republicans into passing a bill loaded with far-left ideological goodies, things that had nothing to do with the coronavirus. She knew that she couldn't get her crazy left-wing ideas passed any other way, so she held the American people hostage when they were most vulnerable, so that she could make Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez and the rest of the Marxist squad happy. Now, she didn't get most of the things that she wanted, but she did get some of them, and getting just a little bit closer to socialism makes her very happy. The left is also using the coronavirus crisis to conduct a full-scale attack on Fox News. No surprise here, they've been attacking Fox News for years because if they could just ever get rid of it, they would control the media and they'd be that much closer to their socialist dream. Fox News gets in their way, and they don't like that. Now, they thought they had it made when Bill O'Reilly was fired for sexual harassment. Getting rid of him really got their hopes up. They were celebrating. A little bit too early, though, because Fox replaced him with Tucker Carlson. Yeah, the guy with the hair. Quite a contrast to Bill O'Reilly. But he's been consistently winning the ratings battle with CNN and MSNBC. So the left is very upset. And they've tried to shut him down, just as they did with O'Reilly, by trying to intimidate sponsors and convince them to stop advertising on his show. But it hasn't worked. It hasn't worked with Sean Hannity either, or Laura Ingram for that matter. The left has been trying to stop sponsors from advertising on Fox News for years because they believe so deeply in free speech. They believe in free speech, of course, only if it agrees with their ideology. And if it doesn't, then it must be shut down. They're so open-minded. Then, when Roger Ailes, the man who had conceived the Fox News format, who got it up and running and ran it for so many years, was let go for, you guessed it, sexual harassment, I'm sensing a theme here, the left was jumping up and down and laughing and celebrating like they had just won the World Series or something. So now, Suzanne Scott runs Fox News, and they're still on top in the ratings, and she hasn't been accused of anything, thank goodness. Well, anything except turning a blind eye to the fact that the network acts as a propaganda outlet for President Trump. At least that's what the left says. That's funny, isn't it? So that's their real sin, supporting President Trump. For eight years, every other network, NBC, ABC, CBS, MSNBC, and CNN, they all said President Obama was an honest-to-goodness God, a real God. He was the greatest president in the history of presidents. He never did a single thing wrong, not ever. He was incapable of doing anything wrong because he was perfect. And if he did have a flaw, just one tiny little one, it was that he promised fundamental change 
and he couldn't deliver it. Fundamental change. He promised, and we know what he meant, didn't we? Now we have to wait until Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, Nancy Pelosi's adopted daughter, to grow old enough to run for president and deliver that fundamental change that Obama promised. I can't wait. Can you? But Fox News will be there to report it. Will they be telling people that the fundamental changes promised by socialism are scary and mostly all bad, really bad? The left hopes Fox News won't be around, and they're increasing their attacks during this crisis, hoping they can get rid of them. The latest charges by the left are that Fox News should be shut down because they're not reporting correct information about the coronavirus. They're saying that Fox News and President Trump, too, are killing people. The New York Times and the Washington Post and CNN and MSNBC and Media Matters, too, and a lot of other left-wing media are on the attack, saying Fox is saying good things about the way the president is handling the crisis. And people are listening. Polls are saying that most people agree that he's doing a pretty good job. That's just terrible. If Fox News was out of business, people would only hear that the president is doing a terrible job and that he's killing people and he should be put on trial for murder. But Fox News is ruining everything, just like they did with the Russia hoax and the Ukraine hoax, and it has to stop. So now the left is trying a new approach. They're going after Lakeland Murdoch, hoping they can convince him to shut down the network. Now, Lakeland is the son of Rupert Murdoch, and for a time, he left the company and went out on his own. But he came back, and now he runs things. A lot of people in the media were hoping that his brother James would be the boss, but he left. Now, James is very liberal and most likely would have made changes at Fox News, maybe making it into an even further left network than, say, NBC or CNN or MSNBC or ABC or any of the rest of them. At least, that was the hope, but it didn't work out. Their dreams of watching as Sean Hannity was escorted out of the building by security and thrown to the ground and maybe later losing everything and what, living in a tent in a homeless encampment in Los Angeles? Well, those plans were all ruined. Those dreams are gone. Lakeland has been the subject of a lot of investigative pieces, all trying to figure out just what are his politics. He went to Princeton, and that in itself should mean that he's a flaming liberal, but he doesn't seem to be one. He lives in Los Angeles, so he must have a lot of liberal friends, and Maybe they can talk some sense into him, but they haven't yet. But in these latest attacks on Fox News, he's being mentioned for the first time, really. He's being lobbied to do something about these horrible people who are saying good things about the president. How dare they? The calls to shut down Fox News from all the usual suspects are boring, as usual, including those fake news networks that nobody watches. And a recent story in the New York Times really said it all. The headline, Rupert Murdoch put his son in charge of Fox. It was a dangerous mistake. The 48-year-old Lakeland Murdoch stood by 
as Fox News hosts played down the danger of the deadly coronavirus to their viewers. This opinion piece was written by a guy named Ben Smith, the latest in a long line of so-called journalists trying to gain fame as the person who brings down Fox News. Think about it. Everybody would forget Woodward and Bernstein. They'd be nothing. They only brought down a president. But Ben Smith, he could bring down Fox News, the whole company. Goodbye, Sean Hannity. Goodbye, Tucker Carlson and Laura Ingram. And Greg Gutfeld, too. Wasn't he great on the five? Will this latest tactic work? Could it be that Lakeland and his wife will be assaulted at Los Angeles parties by gangs of liberals and be convinced to shut down Fox News? Will Rob Reiner or Bette Midler or Deborah Messing corner them in a fancy Hollywood restaurant and convince Lakeland to turn his back on his principles and adopt socialism? Can Bab Streisand or that lunatic Mark Ruffalo talk some sense into him? Do they even know what sense is? Certainly not common sense. Would they be hailed as heroes for doing it? Yes, they would. Would there be a movie made about the brave celebrities who brought down Fox News? Yes, maybe more than one. Would it win an Academy Award? Well, maybe not, but a Golden Globe for sure. Would the critics like it? Definitely, they'd love it. Would anyone pay money to watch it? Not likely. Nothing worse than a bunch of crazy Hollywood celebrities patting themselves on the back. So, they're trying not to let this crisis go to waste, but the only thing they're wasting is our time. Nancy Pelosi isn't getting her way on the bailout, and I don't think the lefties are going to convince Lakeland Murdoch to close down Fox News either. But they can hope, can't they? With Fox News out of the way, there would only be talk radio to deal with. And then the only voices left would be from the far left. That's their dream. Only their opinions would be heard, and all dissenting voices would disappear. Wouldn't that be wonderful for them? They'd be so happy. I hate to wake them up from their dream, though, but it isn't going to happen. No way, not now, not ever. Boo-hoo for the left. One of the reasons Lakeland and his wife can afford to live in a $150 million Hollywood mansion, and the upkeep must be expensive, is because of the money that Fox News brings in, and it's a lot of money. So their choice is to stick to their principles and make an obscene amount of money or shut it down so they could make a lot of crazy lunatic friends. Would you give up all that money to hang out with a bunch of dumb, insufferable fools who couldn't string two coherent thoughts together if their lives depended on it? But they won't stop trying, and I suppose they think it might be easier to convince Lakeland to change his mind rather than his father, Rupert, who started the business. A Princeton education should count for something, shouldn't it? Aren't they supposed to be really good at brainwashing their students? Maybe Lakeland skipped a lot of classes. I think his degree is in philosophy. That must really make the faculty at Princeton angry. How did he get through? Wasn't someone supposed to get rid of any books in the library written by Edmund Burke and Friedrich Hayek and Alexis de Tocqueville? Weren't they supposed to be burned along with any biographies of Ronald Reagan? How could this happen? 
If he's read any conservative philosophy and leftist philosophy, and he can think and reason even a little, there's no way he can be a socialist. And if he read Herbert Marcuse or Rosa Luxemburg or Antonio Negri and rejected their ideas, do you really think that Rob Reiner or Deborah Messing can turn him around? Not likely. But the real bottom line here is that if he did shut down Fox News, somebody would just start it up all over again. It makes money. Let's be reasonable. Because it makes a lot of money, maybe Rob Reiner and Deborah Messing and even Barbara Streisand could maybe pool their money and buy it from the Murdochs. Then they could tell all of their friends that they're going to shut it down, but not right away. They need some time to pay off the mortgage, and then they're entitled to a little profit on their investment, aren't they? And Sean Hannity is due for a new contract, and he's going to cost a lot of money, so there's that. And they need to buy some new equipment and spruce up the sets, get a little more of a Hollywood look. You know how it is. And Barbara Streisand will tell the media, you know how much I hate Fox News, but as I always say, money talks and BS walks, and you can quote me on that. Besides, we now believe in free speech. It's in the Constitution, don't you know? We love the Constitution, especially when we can make a lot of money. And would that make a great movie? How is this for a storyline? How three Hollywood celebrities bought Fox News and made it even more popular than ever. That would be a comedy, right? Or more likely a fantasy, a real fantasy. No less of a fantasy for them to believe that they can get rid of Fox News and every other source of news that doesn't agree with their far-left views on the world. It won't happen. We are too woke. But if it makes you happy, dream on.